Bacon. Bacon. Okay. I, I like it so far. Is this like a, is this a hymn or? That's my, um. Vocal exercise. <laughs> are you are you taking singing lessons? Nay, 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 nay. Who did that? Who didn't? Those are the scales. Oh, you mean Sister Act too? <laughs> Never mind. You should have so, sung the bacon like that, and then I would have got it. Bacon, 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 bacon. I would have sounded like the fucking dog commercial. Um. Hi guys. I. Keep and, lit up. Oh, girl, once please. Again. That's a lie. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, please is correct. I am Lara Croft. Okay. And I am a crystal gem. Excuse you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. So something you three. didn't think I would say. Oh, please. I'm girl. coming into your world. You're not ready, but I'm going to get into your geek shit. So what's a crystal gem then? It's one of the things on Steven Universe. That is far. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you points just for making it as far as it you as you did. It was the subject line in one of the emails, so that's how I know. But I'm just saying, I'm trying. The effort is being made. I'm getting there. It was very clear that you put very little to <laughs> no effort in finding out what that was, and that's why I asked. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, so Black Excellence. Uh, I really thought I had it. Black Excellence this week goes out to the incomparable... And wonderful and beautiful Jesse Williams. Amen. <laughs> because that speech. Jesse Williams won the humanitarian award for the 2016 BET Awards. And this is for, you know, his work as an activist and uh, all of the things that he's been doing in the Black Lives Matter movement. And he came up and he gave one of the best speeches I've ever heard in my entire life. And I think, first of all, this is how I knew that shit was about to get real. Mind you, I taped the show mm-hmm. because we were out being, you know, gay yes. and drunk. Mm-hmm. I know. On the boat. But, you know, I decided to go home and I watched it. And when he walked up on stage, he just had this, like, glide <laughs> and then this stance where he was waiting for her to give him this award. And it was just like... Yeah, I'm ready. Like, right. he really looked at Deborah and was like, I wish that she would just shut your motherfucking ass up <laughs> and give me this motherfucking shit so I can get to reading these white people. And that is exactly what Yes, he did. he did. He had a mission in mind. And he was not going to be deterred by all the dumb shit. The whole time that they were sitting there giving all his accolades and stuff, he was looking like, I just let's wish speed it up because I have a word. Hurry up. That is all nice. <laughs> Yes, we don't need yes. to hear, okay, yes, girl, Grey's Anatomy and whatever else. All right, yes, Super okay. Great. Debbie, nice to see you. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, 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 cute. Okay, now. <laughs> now said, to the real shit. Like Shanae. Like Shanae. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. As I was, anyway, so. So good. Such an amazing speech. So great. So profound. He had both his parents sitting in the audience and his wife looking shiny and super proud of him. Very nice. And I just feel like, you know. It's hard for me because personally, um, I've been trying very hard not to be attracted to Jesse Williams for a long time because I just feel like everybody will make fun of me because it's so typical. I mean, it's just your type. You know what I'm saying? So I have tried to just be respectful of, you know, myself 
uh, because I don't want to hear y'all's fuck shit. But now I just feel like it is okay for me to live my life open and say that Jesse Williams is amazing. He is. He's smart. He is. And fine. Come on. And it doesn't get better than that. It really doesn't. Smart, woke, fine. Stands up in his black identity, like, and and reaches out. He uses his platform for the greater good, like so few celebrities actually do. Like, literally, I could get fired from this shit. Like, ABC could call Shonda tomorrow and be like, we don't want that nigga on that goddamn show anymore. And I could lose my job and I will still, I will keep doing this shit. I will never, <laughs> yes. act, like, I don't care about yes. any of this shit. So, and specifically shouted out black women. Yes, and said we will do better yes, by you because you all y'all have ever done is put everybody else before yourself, and you don't take care of yourselves. You sacrifice tirelessly for us. Like it was just perfect from top to bottom, through and through. Amazing, so completely well deserved. He spit hot fire. He dial did. On, dial on, he dial did. On, dial he on. had it for their asses, and he was not there for the pageantry. That was the best part. How annoyed he was by like all the the whole long list of accomplishments and shit. He was just uh, like, I mean, y'all are doing all that. I and don't it's whatever, care. But I just have many. We have got to get to the to truth because I give a fuck. That's right. Yes, yes. Okay, people know who I am. Anyway, teach these devils. Also, I really wanted to shout out Todrick Hall, who put out this musical called Straight Out of Eyes. Now it's kind of like. It's kind of like The Wizard of Oz meets Lemonade. You can find it on YouTube. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I have to see this. But anyway, I just thought that the production value was amazing. The songs were so well written and um, the performances were really great. Amber Riley has like two songs in it. Oh, I have to see it. I I was like, girl, I'm so tired of your voice making me cry. Like, I don't have sick. Like, she plays like his mom. Oh, okay. Right. So it's like a thing. It's like a. It's like it follows the theme. Like a short. Um, a short movie? Yes. Okay. But it's kind of like, it's very lemonade okay. and like, but Visual it has album-y. like, it follows this theme of like, of The Wizard of Oz. But you I can tell a this. lot of it is based on like his own life and just kind of the similar gay narrative that mm-hmm. many of us have gone through and that sort of stuff. So, whew, it was so good. Jordan, Jordan Sparks sang, uh, I forgot that Nicole Scherzinger could sing her ass off too. She had a very, very strange portion in the, uh, the movie, but it was just very, very good. And I think that it's going to, it to um, I think that it's going to be very important for a lot of young people and something, somebody and something for them to look up to. So, mm-hmm. and shout out to Tajik for being the best thing about flying Virgin, right? It's Virgin that he's on. I think so. Yes. Every I, I was just on a Virgin flight last week and it's just, it brings me so much joy to hear him sing the song and do like this whole choreographed thing, the whole safety video. It's just Tadric. I don't know if this sounds bougie, <laughs> but every time I'm not flying Delta, I'm almost always over it because I'm just so used to flying Delta. Yeah. It's just like what I know and all yeah. that stuff. And plus, that's where my points are. Right. That's where all my miles are. So. Um, but <laughs> um, when I am on a Virgin flight, I'll be like, man. And then they'll cut that shit on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's them. All right. Hold it. Bitch, be quiet. They're telling the, the rules. Right. Right, because the video is jazzy. Like, I will actually pause my music and my headphones and watch Todrick's video, even though I've flown a million times and I don't need any of the information in it. So, shout out to you, brother. Yes, go watch everybody sing down and dance. It's really great. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, so this week on Six Sad Worlds now. Did you watch the whole BET Awards? Watch is like. Because you didn't need to. It's a strong word. I would have um, perused. You fast forwarded through most of it, didn't you? The vast majority. Exactly what I should have done. Like literally what you I didn't should. watch it live i did and that's what i'm saying i should have done something else and then gone back and watched it on the dvr the only thing that i that sucked to me about not watching it live is that there were some moments where i really wanted to know how twitter reacted to it but mm. <laughs> i just i said maybe i'll just search for like the best memes or twitter reactions to the bt awards or something like that i was very very thankful that i could fast forward through a lot of it because so much of it was just painfully corny and hard right to watch. it's so and and the parts that are corny and awkward are so bad that sitting through it live is like I really need the fast forward button right now because this is so it's painful for me to sit here and watch y'all do this it feels like somebody's taking a rusty fork and just scraping it across my eyeballs like I'm just like God I cannot watch this so thankfully I have my fast forward uh, and and things of that nature for that because I couldn't do it. Um, but in fairness, I think that like every award show has just terrible banter. Yeah, they do. there's not one that isn't bad when they have them when they have scripted conversation between two people who clearly don't know each other or if it's just awkward and they don't 
you know, they don't have like a natural chemistry with each other, then it's just terrible every time. Like, why don't you just have them go up there and talk about the people nominated in the category and they're that presenting? That would make so much more it. sense. You don't need to say nothing else. Let the funny people come up there and be funny if you want some, some jokes. Stop asking right. random tandem ass Instagram models and stuff to come up on stage and be like, so uh, what's that in your in your pocket? But oh, 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 is that the name of it? Well, okay, shut up. Right. Not that's not just come right on out and be like today we're coming out here to present to you best female pop vocalist and the nominees are all amazing women like you don't need to say nothing funny because if you aren't it's bad right if somebody else tries to write the joke it just almost never carries over i mean and and y'all do this it's not even just bt it's so many different award shows every single year and the rest of us are waiting on y'all to catch the hint and just have these people act more naturally because it sucks and so much of the show is bloated with extra stuff, you know, State Farm sponsors, Coca-Cola presents. And it's like, I get that y'all have to do this because somebody has to pay. Like, as it was pointed out to me, somebody has to pay for Beyonce in this this pool that she had dragged on stage. So I get it. it wasn't there. But it just adds so much time and extraness to the show that is already long as fuck. But all that said, I felt like it was... A great job overall by BET of the BET Awards. Oh, I quite liked it. Yeah, it was actually right, especially the performances. Almost all of them I found satisfactory or excellent. And so, you know, I can't be mad. When they said they had us on the Prince tribute, I feel like they really did deliver. They really did come through on that. So I took notes. Um, First of all, Beyonce, I knew it. Like, I wasn't surprised by that in least. I think, I don't know if I talked about this, but I just... When Formation came out, I don't know how the BET Awards popped into my head, maybe in the weeks after. Mm -hmm. But I said, Beyonce's going to do the BET Awards this year simply for blackness. Because she came out with this racially charged video and this black ass music. And I was just like, there's just no way that I don't. Like, she's going to perform at the black entertainment television. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Award program. And then she went the fuck home. She performed one of my favorite parts of the tour. Mm -hmm. Kendra came out and made me like his part. Yeah. Because I usually don't. Wow. I could live without it. It astounds me that people skip through that or just stop listening at that part. Like, it's so good. Kendrick's part is so good. I mean, it's not bad. I just don't. I love the way they put that together. I do. I love the way they brought that to the stage. Um,. Yeah, it was great. And then she left um, and won pretty much everything um, and had, you know, Miss Tina go up there and collect those things for her. Miss Tina said that she was on her way to uh, Europe, I believe, yeah. to get ready for the shows over there. I believe she went home to watch Game of Thrones. Now, you know, Game of Thrones finale was j- simply lit. Actually, there's <laughs> like, a question in the inbox in for you about that if you want to talk about more it. More ways than one. Woo! Okay. That is a show. So I just knew it. You know, she was giving me Thurry uh, Eyed Raven, which she was performing anyway. She was giving me Dothraki. She was giving me Mother of Dragons. She was giving me Iron Throne. She was giving me like so much yeah. High Sparrow. She was giving me so many yeah, Game of everything. Thrones like references With and feels. So I just felt like, you know, 
she really had to go watch the season finale of one of the greatest television shows to ever be on television and then probably go right. to Europe. You know, no, both both things. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she just did not want to be there no more. I feel like <laughs> Beyonce cannot just kick it anywhere without people getting on her nerves. So she was probably like, let me just go up here, do this performance, and then go the fuck home before a bunch of people can come up to me bothering me, getting on my fucking nerves. I, I could see that. that way. No, I'm sure she's so annoyed. What? I, no, I feel like she would. Oh perf- I feel like she would prefer to be at the fucking house, but I don't see how that would be any different than being at like anything else that Beyonce goes to lunch, mm-hmm. breakfast. Like I don't see how that would be different. And any because you Beyonce, like just being outside, somebody gonna get on your nerves. Like the, I don't know, yeah. whatever. Um, but, but yeah, the yeah performance excellent is great. as always. Like this bitch honestly never disappoints me. It's just always good. Let's see. MC Light is still up there on that Nimbus cloud in the sky. I mean, <laughs> damn girl. Like they can't put her off stage. I think they brought her down a couple of feet. Yeah, they did. She's coming she used down to be a little like bit. Up there, like, like <laughs> on the top of the flagpole, right? Surveying <laughs> the crowd and shit, just yeah, like a no. marquee. And um, I say keep MC Light right there. A lot of people are like, why is it MC Light every year? Let MC Light do that. I, I love it. I don't want to hear anybody else. <laughs> right. I don't I, do right. That. I actually don't want anybody else to do it. I prefer MC Light yes, doing it. Yes, in perpetuity. Um So I just okay. Keep in mind, I don't know anything about the B Tour. I did not know anything about the B Two Awards. I didn't know who was nominated for anything because I didn't care. Um all I knew was that Beyonce was gonna perform and then they were doing a prin- a Prince tribute. Mm-hmm. And I think I did hear about Jesse Williams getting that award. Um, so I knew nothing about nominees. Now, they did have one that was best group. I have questions. Now, the, nominee, the nominees were um, Lil Wayne and 2 Chains. That's not a group. Drake and Future. <laughs> Puff, Puff Daddy and the Family, which I didn't know that I woke up in the 90s. Um, you remember that. Ray Schremer. That mixtape Puff put out. <laughs> I will get to this. <laughs> Ray Sharman and the internet. Now, my question is, what? Because I don't, I don't understand that. Those are three of these are not groups. Drake and Future is that's not a group. No, that's two niggas that rap that did an album together. Lil Wayne and Two Chains is the exact same thing. Both of them niggas are rappers that did an album together. I don't. How is that a group? Right. If we, we were saying best group album, or even or if it was best duo, duo, or group. right? Something like that that makes way more sense. A group to me, a group is three or more. It's like an like some individuals that get together and work collectively and promote collectively. They are like a, a performing thing together. Consistently, the, right? They all make music together all the time. Not we did an album; it was fire, and y'all lived, and so we're a group. I just don't, and even then, I don't see how the internet didn't win, or even if the internet didn't win, it wasn't Ray Sharman. Like the actual groups, I right. feel like still had better albums than everybody. Oh, else absolutely, absolutely. So I'm just confused. I don't even remember who won that category. Drake and Future, but that's because oh, okay. it was Drake and Future. And was either one of them? Oh yeah, Future was there. I'm Future like, was, was up there. One of them and was even... like, thanks, bye. <laughs> Because he Which knew the doll fine. designer was about to come out there. Oh, God. And do her hip-hop aerobics. You know, and, and I don't really, I don't totally understand the designer hype. I don't really get why niggas are I so like excited. Him. I mean, I'm not against him, but he just went out there jumping around and like. Just, He's hilarious. I mean, is there entertainment in that? Sure, to somebody. I but. mean, the songs, some of his songs sound good. Um, 
And I know that people would be like, oh, I saw lots of motherfuckers on my, oh, well, his music isn't all that, or oh, his, his music's trash. Da, da, da. Nigga, designer's music sounds just like everybody in the fuck else who's rapping right now and doing beats with Metro Boomin and fucking Sunny Digital and whoever the fuck else. So I don't understand what we're talking about. Does he sound like Earth 2 Future? Absolutely. But that doesn't change. Like, his music is no better or worse than most of the shit on the radio. So if right. you don't like him... I don't... I don't criticize him any worse than Future. Like, to me, he might as well be Future. Exactly. <laughs> Except with fewer songs. Um, The only thing, though, Panda specifically, that live performance reminded me why old people don't like rap music. <laughs> <laughs> because I was sitting there watching that shit, and I was just like... Like, my meemaw would highly disapprove. <laughs> is the definition of why yep. grannies and granddaddies... They just this don't exactly like it. it. I was just like, this is a bunch of hippity hoppity book. <laughs> and it sounds like just a bunch of noise, a bunch of hollering. Nobody knows what words you're saying. It doesn't help that it's one long ass hook. So, Mm-mm. right. I see it too. That but, I could have done without. But I that Timmy Turner bought a McDouble and burners or whatever shit, <laughs> that's going to be fire. Okay. Um. Oh, good job, Karuchi. Uh, stay working. Um, oh, girl, what in the Port Authority hell was Alicia Keys doing? <laughs> At the Port Authority. What was that? You know, I think Alicia... This Ali- Grand Central ass, <laughs> six train ass So my bitch brought out all the drums... <laughs> <laughs> like load up the Serato. I'm about to blow these niggas' minds. <laughs> power line ass <laughs> stage performance. You know, I think Alicia was just trying to prove to y'all that she's more than I don't know a makeupless face. I don't know. I don't know what the point of that was. It's not even that she didn't do it well. I was just sitting there like, what is the purpose of this? Like, I don't. It was just so weird to me. Alicia's whole era now, this whole new album, and this whole direction she's going in, it just mystifies me. I don't get it, but. You know, I can't. She really likes music. I don't dislike her. And different sounds and experimenting, and I can ex- I can appreciate that. I think that the actual, like, instrumentation and the performance with the instruments was really dope. I'm less than pleased with Alicia Keys vocally these mm-hmm. days and have been actually for And whatever that time. single is, I'm not with it. I'm not a fan of the song. Um, I think that if Don Richard were singing the song, I'd probably like it more. When I pretend it's Don, I actually really enjoy it. I have nothing against Alicia Keys um, personally. I just don't like the song. And I just thought that it, was, <laughs> it just looked so odd to me. Well, I don't have a reference for Don Richard's solo music so I can't I can't say whether I feel like it would be better in her Asante voice. is skipping forward. <laughs> I mean is it really Richard or is it just Richard and she's trying to be fancy? She says Richard so I'm gonna let her have it because okay. I don't have nothing against her. Well regardless Alicia again I was just like this is here. It's here and it's not bad but I can do without it. It wasn't stand out to me in any way. She looked like Imogen cheap. But I'm <laughs> you ain't shit. But I'm gonna let Alicia rock you know as long as she's not actively getting on my nerves i feel like i'm at the point where i'm gonna let these celebrities make it you know like she looks stunning with no makeup on she's she's quite pretty she is she's very beautiful but i remember when she was selling proactive like 
10, 12 years ago and talking oh, right. about how, yeah, because her skin used to be like Pretty really bad, bad right? Yeah. Like acne ridden and all that. And honestly, I get it because if I don't have to be on camera, if I know I'm not taking pictures, I don't put makeup on either because y'all can kiss my ass. When you have makeup on, it's like, I'm like, whoo, like it catches me off guard because I'm so used to seeing you <laughs> with a completely nude face. Right. So maybe like, a lip. <laughs> maybe some maybe. lip gloss. And it's lip gloss. Gloss. <laughs> not stick. Not any of that other face. It's just, just be like, oh, girl, I'm not putting on hair, makeup, spanks, bras. Crystal will show up with butterbees on her lips, <laughs> and that with- is it. <laughs> She's done. I don't be giving one fuck. So I understand Alicia being like, fuck y'all, I ain't doing it no more. Did Birdman have a Lil Wayne clone with him? Who was that? Don't do that. You know good and damn well that was Tony Braxton. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You are so rude. Now, Tony. I'm talking about the nigga he brought up on the stage. <laughs> oh, I might have, I might have gone to sleep. Woo! All I know is it's so, the show was Twitter, so long. Somebody on Twitter said, "Unbreak my respect." <laughs> Unbreak my respect. <laughs> you niggas just ain't gonna stop. That is just strange. I don't write. And I don't even care to think about it. I feel like bankruptcy has a lot to do with why that's happening, but it just is so gross to see in real life. (laughs) so nasty. Because the visual of Birdman taking Tony Braxton down is so nasty. All you have been through, Tony. Because I know his breath is not fresh. I know he don't brush his tongue. I've always felt like them like really rich, dirty looking niggas probably smell so good. Just to, like, throw you off. I'm talking about dental hygiene, though. I feel like inside of his face, there is yuck mouth. Yeah, no, I'm saying, like, I feel like they must go out of their way. To, I'm hoping. It's always just been something that I've thought nice? of, like, because you, if you look like you stink, but you have money, right. I always feel like they probably go out of their way to at least smell good because they know that people probably think yeah. that they stink. I have to meet one of these niggas and find out. What is really the truth? There's no way Lil Wayne can have all of these beautiful women in his life. He's dang. I just don't buy it. I feel like a lot of women will let a lot of stuff go to have a man and a rich and famous one on top of that. Like, I would not be surprised if Birdman beautiful or Lil Wayne Beautiful girls who already had, have money? Come on. I mean, maybe, but they, I feel like they might also let a musty ball situation slide just because of who the musty balls belong to. You know, it's all about security. And I just can't do it. I just can't do it. So whatever. But you know, good luck and God bless the Tony Braxton, whatever she's going through in order to put up with that situation. It sounds wretched, girl. Um, I stand for Chloe and Hallie, of course, as usual and always. Yeah, they slayed. Cute. I love how, you know, Mama Parkwood was like, yes, I will be leaving, but Chloe and Hallie will have a full set. <laughs> oh, that was a condition of Beyonce's appearance. I'm sure she had a whole list of BT. Like, this is what will happen. Just no questions so asked, you know. Right. Chloe and Hallie are getting a good seat because it wasn't no, <laughs> I love them, but for them to be so new and be that close up at the BT Awards, I said, that's Beyonce saying, nope, my girls are going to be right there and they'll be on air. Won't be no pre-show. <laughs> Won't be no red carpet performance. My mother will be accepting everything. She'll be looking sick. You're welcome. Let her say whatever the fuck she wants. If she got some extra shit to say, she's going to say it. Right. Blue would like for only the pineapple gummy bears <laughs> and a large ball while I am performing. I She'll feel like Blue didn't even stage. get out the van. <laughs> Somebody took them pineapple <laughs> gummy bears out Right to out to the Sprinter. <laughs> and she was Gave like... the Julius. <laughs> right. <laughs> with the iPad streaming. <laughs> I'm not going into that bullshit. Beyonce didn't even have them cut the car off. I will be right. Give me 10 minutes. I don't want no. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. 
Um, so yes, they're so great. Like I love them as like they have such a great uh stage presence, great performers. Yeah. I can't wait to see what they're gonna do. Um oh, shout out to my girl Marseille Martin and her mom who was all off in Yes, and that Bryson Tiller. Their lives. And just I've seen that vine of Marseille so many times. <laughs> And I, I go off, little girl. At least yes. 75 of y'all tagged me in that. And then all of a sudden, I understood the Bryson Tiller appeal. Like, oh, I, like young, him. I mean, and not that I don't like him, but for somebody who's been listening to R&B for 30 years, I'm like, this nigga is not doing nothing I ain't heard before. But for young people, you know, it's catchy and they like it. He had that crowd, like, into that shit. So, yeah, that's all right, the R&B today. Young people, like, their male R&B singers mm. to um, also have the capacity to shoot you in the face. Okay. All right. They're not really, you know, looking for somebody to simply love them. They want for somebody to love them and also possibly pistol whip their ass. Mm, okay. Well, you know, so, I'm going to let the new generation have that. But yeah, very cute moment from Little Miss Blackish. She's just so great. She is. Um, I'm glad that we celebrated Sam Jackson. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, he's obviously a, black a legend and icon. <laughs> and I thought that he had such a black ass speech. <laughs> he was talking about his family and stuff. He's talking about, oh, there go my aunt Edna. Stand up, Edna. Get up. Come on. Stand up. Hurry up now. Come on. All right. Sit back there. Like and it was so. Like... She was just like in her with her um, shoulder <laughs> yes, pads. You, she was just like that's how you can here. tell a distinguished lady. Okay. Right. <laughs> she said, "Y'all not gonna catch me in here looking sloppy." She's on the board <laughs> I'm at the church. Okay. The deaconess. All right. Front um, row every week in her white. Usher was up there looking like Chris Grown. I don't know what that song is called. No Limit, I think. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It's not that I don't like it. It's that I look at Usher and then I look at Beyonce and I'm like, how are y'all the same age, similar amount of time in the industry, and yet one of you is doing this and the other is doing that? Like, no, that can be said for a lot of people. I mean, you don't, uh, you're right. And it's able. not even fair to compare artists to Beyonce, even artists who have been out as long as, as she has. But it's just like, I feel like Usher is just trying so hard to maintain any kind of relevancy whatsoever. And he's not really thinking about the kind of music he wants to do. Like, I think he's making music with the club in mind or the charts mm-hmm. in mind and not really like, this is the type of music I want to be making. And it surprises me because he's been in the industry for so long. Like, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do at this point. I think it's interesting watching male um, hip hop and R&B and even rock acts um, age and watching their music progress as they get older as opposed to women because I think that women are able to... Um, embrace like their sexuality and you know up-tempo music and like deep stuff i feel like i it's easier for them it seems to hone all that stuff into a way that makes sense like beyonce could still make a club ass record Mm -hmm. and still have an album with substance whereas like it seems like a lot of male ex they still be trying to be 15 right (laughs) it's like like, why not grow up i don't (laughs) Why, why do you have to do this nonstop? like we could have a couple of tender little ballads about fatherhood and changing diapers and shit. Like, you could talk about real shit in your life. You could talk I'm about... Sure. I mean, whatever. Maybe that was his Raymond versus Raymond and nobody cared. So... I'm sure he's done that, yeah. But it was just like, I mean, I guess, Usher, here you are. Again, I don't dislike like the song. Everybody who like, wants to perform is allowed to perform. And the show is so fucking long as a result. It was literally like it was so long. four hours. I mean, and it was a struggle because I knew they were going to close it out with something big. And I figured it was going to be Sheila E. So I'm like, I'm going to see this. Right. But it was such a struggle to stay awake for that whole show. 
Okay, so let's talk about the Prince tribute. Tributes. Um, they kept that shit going throughout the show. Yeah, I love that it was like a back and forth, and we're just gonna keep. Yeah, that was a bit right. I'm glad that it wasn't just one moment because they knew Prince deserved a show. It was like, like the show was themed. Yes, it was a Prince. Prince yes, exactly. Which was great. Excellent job. Um, so Dave Chappelle started the tribute, which I just thought was excellent. Perfect. And you know that I mean, that's like my yeah. He's my everything. Right. Um. So Erica Badu. Performed. She was great. Problematic fave. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to too much of the fucking Bodega Boys. <laughs> I mean, she's just awesome. She is. So I mean, she may have some bad at. I mean, like some really wrong opinions. Nobody's perfect. Like, <laughs> that's right. We're all on this journey, journey together to wokeness. So. So I believe that Bilal actually probably sat in some form of like some kind of a diagram made of salt backstage and actually summoned Come the on. immortal fires okay. of Prince's being. Because he left it all out there. That nigga. Come on. I rewound it. Embody. Yes. <laughs> it's like. Bilal did the. If you haven't seen Bilal do the beautiful ones, you have to go YouTube it or wherever it's I don't at know right now. Where BT's you website, find it, go find it. But you need to watch because it because my God, I was just like, and that was the first batch of Prince performances. <laughs> yes, yes. So when I saw that shit, I was like, this is what we're doing tonight, BT. Like right. this was the first time you niggas say we got you, and I feel like you won't lie to me. <laughs> right. Like, this was the first time, and it's only been two artists. Um. Mm. Stevie and Tori Kelly did... Was it Take Me With You? Um, I think so. I remember being very... I get it, but stop stop doing this. Like, this this was not a great matchup. Like, and not even that, you know, he sounds terrible or she sounds terrible or whatever, but it was just like... They didn't the compliment the, right, one Right, it just didn't... Right, it wasn't complimentary, and it was like, I mean, y'all could have... With several of these song selections and artists, y'all could have shuffled this around and it maybe would have fit better. But then maybe again, Stevie Wonder was like, listen, this is what I'm singing. I don't really care who y'all put next to me. And they were just like, well, look, Stevie's an icon, so he can have whatever he wants. Maybe so. But that was the first performance. I was like, "Uh, this isn't... I did not like it, but I was just yeah. kind of like... So much stuff is sli- is gets a pass because of Stevie Wonder. Like, All I kept thinking about was... Stevie I know. <laughs> sure, both. <laughs> Why not? All I kept thinking was Stevie was probably like, you better get me the most purple-ass, fly-ass suit, bitch, <laughs> that you can find. <laughs> and don't play with me out Man. here. Um, but they kind of like transitioned into Jennifer Hudson, who came out and did Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. This is where I was like, maybe BET don't got me. <laughs> Jennifer was... Um, Mm. Jennifer was Jennifer was Jennifer she was Jennifer was supersonic and you know what that's what Jennifer does on every single track on every single album like that is how she sings she never changes her inflection she never tries to build up you know we don't get a crescendo out of this bitch we just go straight from zero to 60 that's how she sings everything and so while she didn't sound bad like she wasn't off key or anything no, it's not like it she like, does not know how to sing or she can't sing she's a bad it's vocalist. just that she doesn't it's just like <laughs> my doesn't. god every song is in the same style my god sis. she's like that ride at the fair where that's like a bungee you know how you sit in that like that ball or whatever yeah. and then it just shoots you up in the air and you yeah. just go back and forth 
Like, that's how I feel. My least favorite ride. Like, the one I just cannot do. <laughs> that's how I feel anytime that Jennifer Hudson sings yes. at me. My she God. is singing at me. Like, she I just, has that Jessica Simpson, Christina Aguilera problem where they know they have the range. They know they have big Jessica voices. Jessica Simpson. Well, remember when Jessica Simpson did have... I'm dating myself, but... I remember vividly, I Jessica Simpson don't. had a huge voice. And I remember on her reality show, she was coming from a meeting with the record company. And they were telling her, you need to sing this in a simpler way because your fans can't sing along to all the extraness you're doing. <laughs> I feel like that's Jennifer Hudson. Like, you do the same thing. You are so extra and so loud every time. And we get it, girl. You can sing. So can you do Your ass off. So can you but take you don't have Purple to... Rain and and do it in a more Prince way and less of a Jennifer way? Right. That was the only thing for me. It was like, Jennifer, this could have been so many other songs and I would have probably, like, yeah. I would have gave you your roses. But oh. I was like, this is Purple Rain, girl. I don't need for you to just be electrocuting me. Right. We boy. have to hear the emotion in this. Like, this is not... But you know. I mean, it was emotional. <laughs> but... <laughs> And then she just wouldn't stop. And I just gave that Fantasia. Fantasia was in the audience like, I would have slayed this shit, but go ahead, girl. And I'm looking at Fantasia like, why is this not you? Why are you not up here? Why are you not? I don't understand. Fantasia would have done something similar, but she would have given us a break in parts. Come on. Come on. No, I just know. Fantasia would. I feel like it would have been similar as far as like technical ability like yes. as far as the both of them can sing their asses off but i feel like fantasia's interpretation of that would have been no her interpretation would have been entirely different right but they Far both more nuanced have a record <laughs> for getting out there and being like oh yes ma'am oh yeah but no you're right i just feel like fantasia knows when to be like oh girl you sing this yeah. like this yeah jennifer just be like i can sing <laughs> Every time. Everyone. <laughs> if you did not already know. I am talented. A bitch is melodic as fuck. Like, okay, girl. Every song. Your Weight Watchers commercial. Your Gadget Bypass oh, commercial. All of them. You do the same hollering. Sign in the sky. Let me start. So. Maxwell was cool. Yes, he was. Um, Yes, he was. Janelle Monet fucked it up. Did. Like I knew she would. And turned around and had that ass out. That was so great. I I can't figure out if that was her real ass or if she put something in there to make it look fake. No, I think it was like sheer. Yeah. I don't know. But like, was that her real body showing or was it like... I think that was her butt. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was trying to figure out. If that mm-hmm. was like her real... And then Anthony Anderson decided to... That was unnecessary. Show us his ass, which truly we did not need. I could have gone all my days <laughs> without seeing Anthony Anderson's fucking ass flesh. <laughs> Never <laughs> needed to happen. Like, Anthony, you did Because you are like a dad and now. And then he shook... Right. Because now I now see you like the Andre. awesome TV Right. Dad. So gross. What are you doing? And then he like tried to make it clap. It was so gross. Embarrassing me and Marseille. Um, oh, and then of course Sheila E gave like Janelle Monet and Sheila E and Bilal had like the most just electrifying yeah. Prince oh, ass performances. Like those three right there, I think more than anyone else, oh, really absolutely. like called down the thunders of Prince. And I'm sure that he is very proud. But I knew that Sheila E. was going to kill it. Like, I that mean, wasn't even optional. Like, that was a given. How can you even, right, it wasn't even up for debate. Nobody was confused about that. Like, the girl was literally was like, everything. okay, I'm going to play these drums right past me by dancing shoes. Okay, where's my guitar? Okay, like, it was just yeah. like, I'm doing it all 
for Amazing. my man. So, I mean, that's the PT Awards. You know, I am happy to say that I actually enjoyed it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, really terrible award show banter <laughs> aside. I think that it was actually really, I liked it a lot. Yeah. And not just because Beyonce actually came. But it's almost sad that almost none of the acceptance speeches were memorable other than Jesse Williams. Like, I'm really struggling to think of a great one. And I feel like the actual awards at this show take the backseat to everything else. Like, to the performances, really. Like, the awards are the afterthought. Well, no shade. I don't ever really be feeling like those awards passed the humanitarian awards and the lifetime achievements. Like, I don't even really be feeling like those awards are a big deal. You know, I don't, I mean, mean, like Bryson Taylor got up there and was like, oh, you know, this is my first award ever. But then he didn't even say much past that. Oh, like how August Alcina did. August Alcina got up there, was it last year or two years ago? And was almost in tears over winning that BET award. I guess it's what it means to you as an individual. Yeah, that's probably dope. For me, I'm just kind of like, whatever. Y'all don't even know how to categorize groups. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to say good job, BET. Y'all were... Y'all knew y'all had us on the Prince thing. Sheila E. must have already confirmed when y'all made that video for y'all to have been so sure of yourself. Sheila E. called Stephen Hill and Deborah Lee herself after Madonna performed and was like, (laughs) look, let's get this shit together. Now, I don't want to hear anything else. They're just like, we're not arguing with you. We agree with you. Okay, I know you do. (laughs) Now, call Janelle, call everybody, and tell them it's going to be a wang dang goddamn doodle. Yes. Good job, y'all. Um, also, really quickly, um, are you reading Justin Timberlake? Oh, my God. I, ugh, no, I'm not. Okay, I totally well just... forgot about Justin Timberlake because I know Charlamagne is going to bring it up on Common Sense. Um, and I don't want to have this conversation with Andrew. So, before we do that, um, Kanye West put out a video for a song that I really like called Famous. I haven't watched the video. I'm making no plans of watching it's the video. It's 10 minutes long. Did you know that? I pulled it up in title. Actually, my coworker pulled it up in title and said, it's 10 minutes. And I was like, well, I won't be watching that. For what? Right. I don't know. I have no idea what's in that video. It doesn't even matter because I will never look at it. Okay. Um, I did see screenshots of it, though. So I know, like, I guess conceptually what it's about or what it's supposed to be giving. Um, I think that it is very... I like the risk and the bold <laughs> attitude behind what he did. Um, what, with the Photoshop? Or whatever that was. All of those. Wasn't it like photoshopping celebrities' faces onto bodies? I don't think that they were like photoshopped. I think that they, I thought that they were like figures that were created. Oh, uh, maybe. Like wax figures or something that were made to look like these people oh. like lying in bed with him. I mean, that's what I read. Okay. Either way, it was very, very creepy. At first when I looked at, <laughs> like I saw a screenshot of him laying in this bed next oh, to God. This Kim Kardashian lookalike and Taylor Swift. And the Taylor Swift one looked exactly like her. And I was like, oh, God, like this is going to be insane and blah, 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 blah. But I don't want to watch it. And then I realized that it's like them and like Amber Rose, Ray J, Bill Cosby, Caitlyn, like all of these people. And so I just have no desire, you know, push wow. the envelope, sir. Sure, whatever. Um, Kim Kardashian will let her husband do anything. Like I don't anything. feel like she has a problem with it. Yeah, I feel like she loves saying. all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, ugh. I just I don't get it, but we're clearly two totally different kind of women, so. Um I just found it very interesting that a lot of people seem to be talking about how Taylor Swift is gonna feel and how she's gonna be so devastated by it and you know, why can't he just leave her alone? And oh my goodness, he's continuously 
waging war against Taylor Swift. She must be so embarrassed. I'm like, girl, <laughs> they had a fake Rihanna laid up between her crazy ass ex-boyfriend and Donald Trump. If anybody <laughs> should be pissed and or embarrassed, <laughs> right? it's her. Absolutely. So let's all calm down. Kanye just wants attention. He really does. Like, I think he really does want to be sued. He wants people to react to what he's putting out. Like, he wants the attention. He wants the feedback. He wants y'all to act like this. The BC Awards came on and we literally forgot. So. so, right. And even now, like, I'm just now mustering up the ability to give even the slightest fuck about this video. But I mean, I'm done, Karen. Okay. So, Justin Timberlake went <clears throat> onto the internet. And he apparently watched, he apparently saw uh, the Jesse Williams speech because, of course, he's watching the BT. Oh, words. he tweeted this, like, as soon as Jesse's speech went off. Like, he was definitely reacting to that speech. Oh, yes. Definitely. Um, And so the tweet said something very simple, simple, like, um, inspired. That's what it was. Hashtag inspired. And I think that he at um what's his face in it? Jesse Williams. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Fight through the weed. <sighs> I'm I'm all right. Okay. So he tweeted in <laughs> Father God. He tweeted inspired. So somebody <laughs> tweeted back to him and said something like, So does this mean that you are going to stop appropriating our music and culture? And apologize to Janet, too. There were thousands of tweets like that. I mean, because I feel like it's a pretty fair. <clears throat> oh, well, yeah. I mean, the Janet thing, y'all could let go because I feel like it's been so long. But I mean, Janet's over that. Right. But as far as him being like hashtag inspire, we're like, yes, we know y'all's inspiration is the whole fucking problem. Like Jesse Williams just sat here and broke down how niggas like you be taking blackness and using it in your art like this was it wasn't an unfair question but there were so many people asking him like and i think justin knows now he should have just left it alone he should have just not said nothing. he should have just ignored it all together he knows that he said it but anyway he responded to the person and said oh you sweet soul the more you realize that we are the same the more you we can have a conversation by which is like so it's actually very hilarious because like you were so inspired by this speech that you clearly didn't listen to. <laughs> right. You're talking about something that is so very much on the other side of the field of right. what that man was talking about. So <laughs> shut up. Just OC like be child quiet. Is so patronizing. Oh, right. Exactly. He started like, it off like dismissively. But Justin Timberlake's been full of shit for a while. Yes, he He's has. just super talented and, you know, he. 2020 Experience Part 1 was really good. Niggas was, was he rocking. He ages with him. like he got a little bit of melanin in him. He does. He still looks pretty handsome. Um, you know, he's an talented guy. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that just because black people have supported you and like your, you know, a little bit of soul you got up in you that we don't see the shit and we ain't gonna call you out on it. Right. And so his response should have been no response. He should have just said that he was inspired because if you have any kind of a functioning brain and you heard Jesse Williams speech, then I would hope that you would be. Right. And that should have been the end of it. 
But girl, and then I saw people saying, oh, well, he's from Tennessee and because nobody says anything like that to black people who be trying to be full on country artists or full on rock and roll artists or whatever who are from all of these different places. No one's like, oh, you're from Texas. So (laughs) it makes complete sense, black man, on why you want to make country music. Nobody ever says that shit. So don't say that shit to me. I don't give a fuck about where you from. And he knows better. But he's continued to push this whole oh we all the same ass bullshit yeah, that which was is dumb. like that was the exact opposite of what Jesse Williams just said and here you go the sooner you realize we're all really the same that's exactly what the fuck we're not talking about that's like the opposite <laughs> of what we're talking about you we are talking mean. about black oppression and here you go talking about we're all the same the point is that we are not what the fuck are you saying my nigga what are you doing he then said I feel misunderstood I responded to a specific tweet that wasn't meant to be a general response. Oh, because the internet lit him up after that. Responded anyway. You're right. I forget this forum sometimes. I was truly inspired by Jesse Williams' speech because I really do feel that we are all one, a human race. Again, again, with not listening. Like uh, you aren't. You aren't following. (laughs) Because I don't see how you could be inspired by this. Is it? That's not what that was about. None of the speech was about that. So You're so again, inspired, but you took away the absolute wrong message. You took nothing away from it. <laughs> it's just amazing how white people refuse to listen. I apologize to anyone that I felt I was that felt I was out of turn. I have nothing but love for you and all of us. Okay, Justin. All right, Justin. You and Felicity. Which one is Seventh Heaven? Uh, yeah, Seventh Heaven. Y'all, please go. And <laughs> just and take your new right. single with you because it didn't have trash. to be this way with Justin Timberlake. Like I feel like black people would continue to let him rock had he just like I it didn't, loved Justin for right. A while. It's not. It's like we don't have nothing against you, even though you did kind of leave Janet out there after the whole Super Bowl thing. <laughs> kind of leave her out. That was like actually right. No, actually actively threw Janet under the bus after threw that. her like blamed it on her. <laughs> Sped down the like the freeway in a Maserati (laughs) and kicked her out of the passenger side to roll underneath. And I understand you were probably looking out. You thought you were looking out for your own career, but by throwing a black woman to the wolves and just sacrificing her, you know, to save yourself, that doesn't exactly earn you any points with us. However, niggas have still allowed you to cook. So after you hear this amazing speech talking about all the shit black people go through, how do you turn around and be like, well, we, you know, we're just all the world. And I just love everybody and we all bleed red and, you know, love is the answer. Like, bitch, this is not... That's what I that this is what I'm talking about when I say that I don't need for celebrities to give me no keynote or no extra specialized speech on nothing. Amen. When you said inspired and you were done, that is where you could have ended it. Yes. And I know that niggas will only be doing that shit because you understand that you... Justin has always understood where he stands as a white guy making the music that he wants to make. And that is why he has attached themselves to the likes of Pharrell and Timbaland and all of these other black folk who make this dope-ass music. Not to say that he isn't inspired by them, not not to say that he isn't, you know, understanding of what makes hip hop hip hop and what makes R&B R&B. But it's another one of those things where it's like I'm rocking with y'all until, you know, the heat gets fiery for my ass. Right. Then I'm going to stand over here and I really hope that y'all can figure it out so I can come back and be hippity hoppy with, <laughs> with y'all too. Again, 
I, I don't, it's like, y'all y'all tell on yourselves. That's the problem. It's like the same shit I was saying with Nikki. Like, y'all tell on yourselves. All you gotta do is just be like, whoop, I see what's going on. Here's my simple tweet about why the fuck I have human compassion. Right. I don't have anything else to say. That's all it really <laughs> that, had to be. That's it, and I'm finished. And you're gonna have to learn how to ignore... I mean, and I don't see how you don't already know this, but you have to learn how to ignore people on social media, girl. You have to. You can't just be responding to every single person who has a criticism about you. Because you put yourself in this. You could have just left it at Inspired. It didn't have to be this bad. But it is. So, Even if you would have said, oh, sweet soul. That was just so... You know, I think that... that I hate when white people use patronizing terms when they're addressing black people. Like... Like, we're children. Like, we don't understand what you could possibly be talking about. Like, it is you who does not understand. It is you who missed the entire it's point so of the speech. so dismissive and annoying. Right. Like, if you're going to be dismissive, which I'm all for, at least be right. You can't be dismissive and wrong at the same fucking time. Because all that does is set you up to really get your ass kicked. Well, I'm finished. All right. Let's take a break. Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, Good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts so we're back on you know this program here um i think we call it the read that's right that's we're back to that and it's time for the listener letter section it sure is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com and we may just read them aloud on the show or quiet (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness wait gmail just signed me out so I have to sign back in. <laughs> well, in the meantime, in between time, I would just like to take this time to say to everyone that Gucci Man is not a clone. And oh my God. that I think that we should not be wasting our time uh, with lies. We should be celebrating Gucci Man's return. 
and his new album that's coming up. Now, if his album comes out and it's trash, right. then I will support the conspiracy theory that the CIA or whoever <laughs> replaced of all of the locked up rap niggas. I mean, of just... all the people you could clone, period. Period. No shade to Gucci, but... The CIA decided to infiltrate the trap music That's what scene. y'all want us to believe. And I just can't, I can't get with that. I don't support that. Sorry. So we actually do have an update this week. Remember the young man who um, emailed us about being kicked out of his best friend's wedding party? Yes. So um, he said, thank you guys so much for your spot on and always real advice. We can thank the queen for a peaceful resolution. While my friend and I were basking in the perfection that is lemonade, we started discussing how excited we were for the concert. And my friend brought up that she noticed there's been awkwardness between us since she asked me not to be in the wedding. She didn't like the idea that a decision she made caused the rift in our friendship. So she invited her fiance to have a conversation about it. Turns out my friend spoke way too too soon and her fiance called her out on it. He said he told her that one of his two best men had a slight discomfort with walking down the aisle next to a dude and that she never should have said anything to me at all since he was planning on handling it himself. He said there's no way a wedding between them would take place without me in it and that he considers me family. I would never intentionally let one of his friends hurt my feelings. Thanks again for the advice and for putting a smile on so many faces each week. Love always. Oh, isn't that great? So that is just although marvelous. Her fiance was like, bitch. <laughs> I was going to handle this shit. You didn't have to say nothing to me. I've got this. Here you go, making it all awkward and sad, and it didn't even have to be that way. I was going to go ahead and handle that nigga myself. Well, see, if y'all would have spoken up about this from jump, you know what I'm saying? It would have been less awkward. I'm just glad it all got worked out. Um, Congratulations. Right, and you don't have no issue with your friend's man. Now, if the other ones are, you know... You need to figure out which one he is, because if he's, you know, cute, then you probably got to end there, because you know it's usually them <laughs> niggas. Like, I just don't want people just, to see you know, who I really am. Let him get a little drunk at the reception and see how, if he come up to you trying to apologize and shit, you could probably meet him in the bathroom Have later. any Hennessy? It's <laughs> <laughs> great with apple juice or coke. Oh, my God. Really? Like that? Is that just seductive, like... I don't have a seductive voice. I'm a complete <laughs> awkward Oh, nerd. is that... Oh, awkward is not what I would call you because I've seen you in the club around young men and I don't think awkward is your style. See, and this is why bitches don't be wanting to go and party with your motherfucking ass because you're a tattletale-ass black bitch. How is that bitch. a tattletale? I'm just saying you're not awkward around niggas. Am I not awkward around niggas you're for real? Because I think I am. You're not. Not at all. You're not at all awkward around niggas. So, you could just stop that. Maybe you feel... Well, I don't know why I don't have one. <laughs> Because it's the summer. What? Ain't nobody trying to get in a relationship right now. I'm not talking about a nigga like that. I'm not talking oh. about a relationship. I'm oh. talking about a roster. Oh, well, your standards are probably too high. That's not true. I know that's not. Well, that is not true. I don't mean like they're too high like you need to change them. I mean, they're too high like niggas need to do better. So I don't you think there's what? probably that anything wrong with it. your requirements. <laughs> niggas is just trash. You just have to be assertive. <laughs> Oh, come on, dating advice from Kip Fury. You have to be assertive and you have to be, you know, confident, woke, which I don't even feel like it's hard. Well, yes, it is. And then at the same time, just not like, don't fuck it up. I don't know, like, <laughs> don't do too much. Niggas are always like, even when it's like you get like really close and it's just like, oh, you're awful. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. That happens to me a lot. I was just telling Fran and Jade, like, I'm ready to casually date for the first time, like, date a lot of people and not just jump into a relationship. Absolutely. But 
First of all, I need to be attracted to you. That's, That's first. It's and a it's requirement. It, like I have to be. I can't. I can't make it work otherwise. I just it won't. And I cannot. I truly don't want to casually date anybody who already knows who I am or who is a fan because that would just be so fucking awkward. Like I just feel like that would be so weird, and I don't want to do it. And Fran was like, well, good luck, bitch, because I don't know what right. you're going to do. <laughs> Some people are very good at at not making it weird. Not the ones that approach me. Yeah. So, <laughs> I can't, because I feel like every time we go out, you hold my hand, you're like, oh, my God, I'm holding Crystal's hand. Like, I feel like you're going to look at it right. in a totally different way, and that's just creepy and you weird. You have to just be like, oh, you do, that's cool what you do. Anyway, or if like, you know who I, I am, at least don't. if you have like a similar career, so I don't feel like you are looking at me with stars in your eyes. Like that's just weird. I can't date nobody who looks at me like that. Well, you know, I'm trying to just. I don't know, so I'm probably just gonna stay single. Join the NDA squad, like our homie from last uh, week. Oh yeah, just, that was a really good idea. Yeah. I'm ready for the rappers. You can. I will. I won't tell <laughs> your secret. Yeah, no, for real. I really might have niggas sign an NDA if I even get to that point. Because once again... Oh, you're talking about having them sign NDAs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean the people that I deal with. You will sign an NDA. You won't be talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's where no, I'm going. About, I'm ready to sign a baller, rap, shot collar ass. Mm. Just give me the pen. I see. Well, you know, Derek Rose is your type and he plays for the Knicks now, so... Is he? Is he your type? See, and I'm almost certain that I know who you're talking about. Oh, wow. The fact that you have to Google Derek Rose. So, anyway, our first question this week. I know who he is. I just want to be very sure. Comes from. Yes, this is who I thought he was. (laughs) I'm um, good. No, thanks. I think your name is Redwan. I can't believe that you would even see now. I want to be. I wanted to be very clear that just because you like skin. (laughs) Like, my God. I feel like in person you would really like Derrick Rose. He doesn't really photograph that well. Have sometimes. you met him? I've seen him in, in person before. I haven't met him, but I've seen his face at games. He's cute. Okay. And I've heard he's very sweet. Like, not an asshole like most of these niggas. Also, probably not gay, but, you know, I wasn't thinking about that part. Yeah, I mean, that's probably, that's like, That's what you know, the NDA is for. Where we would start. Yeah. Yeah. So, Redwan's question says, I know Kif Fury Redwan! watches... Redwan! Game of Thrones. And I'm just wondering, what are your thoughts about the season six finale? What is your favorite part or scene? Who do you think will eventually seize the Iron Throne? And do you have any predictions for season seven? (coughs) I would love it if Daenerys Targaryen came to... That was really good. Came to King's Landing with her dragons and just took what's rightfully hers as the badass bitch she is. <laughs> How do you really say it? Because I had to, I had to it's sound Daenerys it out. It's Daenerys Targaryen. So you really just said day instead of... Oh, wow. So yeah, oh, I'm really proud of close. myself. I am too. All right. So did you get those questions or... Yes. Um, okay, so spoiler alert. Jump ahead a couple of minutes if you haven't watched it yet. Although it's Thursday. So what are you waiting for? <laughs> like, girl, what? Um... So, yes, I thought that the episode was absolutely fantastic. Nine and ten were so great. Usually, I've noticed for, like, the like a lot of seasons, nine is, like, the every season is ten episodes. Mm-hmm. Except I heard next season's supposed to be seven, but whatever. The ninth or, like, the second to last episode is almost always, like, the super lit one where somebody, like, dies and you don't see it coming or something crazy. Um, but this last episode was insane, too. I just... 
Queen Cersei. <sighs> I've always hated her, but now I hate her with like respect. Um, and the way that she handled that shit, where she was just like, "Look, literally, fuck everybody, fuck all y'all, fuck everything that you think that you're about to get me to do. I'm just gonna blow all y'all hoes up." And the fact that her son went and jumped out that fucking window was sickening as well, because I thought that he was wasting all of our time. Um, and that means that that prophecy from last season came true. So now she's just going to be the worst. Like when she sat in that throne at the end and was like, I'm queen again, bitch. They looked at her ass like she was Donald Trump. Like, oh God, we're fucked. Oh no. So I'm really hoping that, um, Daenerys is going to be queen. I think that she's going to slay. Um, if not her, I'm okay with like a Sansa or a Jon Snow or a Varys. Cause Varys is quietly the shit. You know nothing about anything. No, I was about. just waiting on you to let me know that you were done with it. So I'm finished. Okay, great. But the point is that Beyonce knows what I'm talking about, and well, Beyonce can handle a lot more gore than I can, evidently, because a bunch of people tweeted me and were like, "You absolutely do not ever need to watch." You Game of Thrones. must <laughs> never watch it. Like never, never. And that's sometimes. Fine. I can't. Like, I can't sometimes. I'm watching, See, I'll be like, I need to just know. My God! <laughs> like, I would be in the house just shouting. <laughs> See, nah. And it's right. And it's HBO. They can show anything. Bang. Oh, and they do. See? Close up. And somebody of told me there's a lot of rape scenes, especially in the beginning. I'm like, oh, this is not for I don't know me. if I would say there's a lot of rape scenes, but there are scenes with rape in it for sure. And there was one, I think... Um, last See, season no, that was no, really no, like I'm good no the mm-hmm. one last season if it was last season I think it was last late last season but that one actually really pissed people off like there were a ton of think pieces and motherfuckers who were like I don't know if I'm gonna continue watching if y'all gonna do it like this cause it's one thing to handle a scene with rape in it but you have to the way that they handled that one I think could have been done better okay. for sure yeah. but well mm. I just, nine point no. nine <laughs> times out of ten, Game of Thrones is absolutely just the character development is just it. impeccable. They it's such a great program. They don't need it. So good. So. Um. All right. Our next question. You can always watch Insecure on HBO when it comes out in the fall. Oh no! I mean, I have HBO and I will be keeping it so that I can see Insecure. I mean, I love HBO's programming. I just graphic stuff. Just the one I can't do. do regardless. So it's just. You shouldn't. This question's kind of a bird question. Sorry, Jayla. I think that's going to let you know in advance how I feel about it. But it says, okay. let's get right to it. There's a thirsty bitch we'll call Sabrina, who's well, an esthetician. with we an ex- are getting right to it. <laughs> Sabrina's an esthetician with an extensive criminal background. And I recently found out for a fact that she's my man's side chick, both during our relationship and during his previous one. So what is an esthetician? They study esthetician is exes? the girl. Mm, no, I'm sorry. What? They, they studied. Did you say exes? Like your ex, your ex, mm. exercise. So I think you think I said esthetician, which is so cute. But I actually said esthetician, which is like the bitches oh. who do facials and shit. Cool. The skin bitches. I thought you said ex. So um, I've seen the text between the two of them, and obviously it takes two to tango. So I know he's not without fault. I will make sure he gets his. My question is, number one, would it be petty to ruin her business and have her kid taken from her by letting her customers not only know about her past, but about her shady present? <laughs> that would be past petty. I would certainly provide a copy of her background for my cheating ass man, too, who has no idea. And number two, on a side note, why would she keep doing it? She seemed pretty hurt to be a side chick, but she keeps going along with it. Thanks. I'm a huge fan of the show. 
trying to stay in formation, Jayla. Like Jayla, tricks. sweetie, you're not in formation just yet. I think you're trying to get there. Um, well, side chicks rarely are in a, you know, a, like the ideal mind space. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that, you know, because right, most of them wouldn't be side chicks in the first place if they were, were in an ideal straight. mind space, right? Yes. Normally girls going through something and self-esteem is fucked up in one way or another. They're the ones satisfied with continuing. With scraps. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um... Threatening to get her child taken away from her seems pretty extreme. <laughs> Not even just petty, but like way worse like than <laughs> I would call it evil. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> cold blooded. That's the type of shit that will bring some seriously bad karma your way. Yeah, and like, I I don't I don't think a nigga's worth it. This isn't right. So the thing is you're so mad at Sabrina for sleeping with your man that you're plotting like on exposing her and trying to ruin her business so she can't pay her bills and her child has to go live with DHS or some shit. Like you are plotting a grand takedown of this bitch and all you have said about your man is I'll make sure he gets his. This whole email should have been about what ideas do y'all have for how I could fuck this man's life up. It shouldn't have had almost nothing to do with the other woman. And instead, that email would have been way more fun. Right. That email of, so, like, I need some creative torture techniques or, like, what are some cool ways I can fuck with him? You know, like, do I leave eggs in his mailbox? You know, stuff like that. Something to hurt the person who actually did something to you. Sabrina didn't do nothing to you. Technically, Sabrina been here longer than you have. I would Hennessy board him. (laughs) Hennessy board him. What you gonna do that? Strap that Strap nigga. Strap him to like a massage table or something and just pour a whole bottle yeah. of Hennessy mm. on his face. I like he might die. He might die. That is the risk I, mean, I am willing to take. And you know, at least you would be taking it out on the correct person. This girl, the side chick, for all she knows, you're the Well, no, I guess she does know she's the side chick. But you're so mad at her for sleeping with your man. But she didn't promise you that she wasn't going to sleep with your man. She doesn't know you. Your man is the problem here. You need to direct all your energy towards him. She is just any other girl. She could be any girl. I definitely understand wanting to make her teeth uh, into confetti. But at the same time... Right. You have your moment. But the whole anger, it can't be all directed at the other woman because she's not the one who did you wrong. And just throw her teeth up like Viola Davis in that gif <laughs> from the, the ABC promo. You know where she throw them flat? Yes. <laughs> she got the wire. Here go this bitch's molars. Um, yeah, you definitely need to focus. Like, that girl is making not very great decisions and she's doing some really fucked up stuff. Curse her out. Uh, maybe push her into like a kitchen cabinet. <laughs> I don't know. Something, you know, minor because the. I would fantasize about what I would do to her, but I would actually do some shit to him. Yes. And I'm the, just at the point where I'm not going to get worked up behind the other woman because she could be anybody. I just feel like there's a level of disrespect I'm not going to allow That's personally. Real. That's real. My issue is always going to start and end. With your motherfucking ass person I'm in a relationship <laughs> with. But if I know you know what's going on and I know you know who the fuck I am mm-hmm. and you're still out here playing the game, I'm going to have words for you. Yeah. At the very least, I'm going to have words for you. Because you're not going to think that you're going to disrespect me like that and I'm just going to be like, oh, okay, girl. And but, that makes sense. 
but I'm not going to be like, well, I'm going to call the FBI and I'm going to tell them niggas that you did this. And then I'm going to go back and I'm going to show your parents these photos from when you were in in, in ninth grade and what you was doing in the the locker room. Like, that's not going to work out the way you think it does. Like, you are planning on she still fucks her man. ruining her light right, and she could still continue to do it. And the next man you get, she could fuck him, too. Like, you can't, you can't just go around plotting revenge, like, and taking somebody down. Like, you feel like you're going to expose her, and everybody and is going What's worse is that she... <laughs> If it ain't her, it'll just be somebody else. Right. Because, again, the problem is your nigga. Right. Like, the problem is that your man is cheating on you. If Not bitch, really who he's cheating on you with. Like, if that was your sister or your mama or something, then okay. I could understand. But this is just some girl you don't even know. If she fall off a bridge tomorrow, that nigga will just cheat on you with somebody Find a else. fresh <laughs> so, new vagina to go dive into. <laughs> do you see how the problem here is, like, somewhere else? Your man, girl. He is the issue. You need to address your shit with him take it out on him so this little one sentence about i know he's not without fault i'll make sure get his it is all his fault yeah like yeah it takes two to tango but he is the one who did this to you she didn't you all the anger needs to be directed at him like he sounds like he's not even worth putting all this effort into 98 anyway. percent of the anger 99 99 I'll, I'll give 95 even i'll say 95 percent of the anger should be directed towards your man i Just get being the mad bulk. Right, uh, all the significant, all the shit you gonna do if you gonna fuck somebody's life up and make sure they can't get a job and can't take care of their kids, do it to your man. Now that's some crazy petty shit, and you doing way too much. But if that's what you gonna do, then do it to the nigga who lied to you, girl. You just it's totally misdirected here. Well, good luck and God bless. Um, somebody asked what we would do if we had clones, which sounds. A little ridiculous. I don't have an answer for that. Oh, also, Kifuri, are you still collecting nudes? I'm and always... if so, where can we send them? Um, love from Drake Town. <laughs> okay, Ruby. Um, what he called? He said love from Drake Town. I don't know. Um, where do people send nudes to you? You know, if you would like, I have several social media outlets um, that you can send over and submit your nudes. Um, Instagram is fine. I check that from time to time, I believe. Uh, there's oh, your Twitter. Um, you can also send them to, I would say this is the read.com, but I'm, that just seems like it would go left. <laughs> you know what? How about we don't have a bunch of nudes in the inbox because a bunch of people tried to upload them from the website or whatever. Like, mm, let's not. Oh, and we got one last update. Uh, remember the couple that was trying to decide whether they were going to come to our show or go see Beyonce? <laughs> well, yes. they saw Beyonce. I mean, and she said it was totally worth it. And now she totally, the wife wrote us back and was like, thank you for convincing me and my husband to go because, yes, that was the right decision and exactly what we should have done. And even though she didn't fly out, I still got all my life. So, girl, you're welcome, girl. I don't even know how that was a question. Right. So send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey, guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. <laughs> but if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. 
Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Tits and grits. We're back. That's all that really matters in this world. Um. So it's time for the read. Okay. Um. I'll just go ahead. I don't really have like a read. It's more like I guess just something I want to say. I don't really remember a hundred percent of where this came from. <laughs> But I do know that I wanted to not mention it too much anyway, and out of fear I would incriminate myself. So I will just say... Oh, my God. That, um... I know I've said this a million times, but sexuality is just not that big a deal. And I think that um, we have to start acknowledging that and acting on it. Mm -hmm. Um... I honestly thank God every single day that he did make me gay because I think that it put me in the perspective to not think like a dumbass. Mm -hmm. Because when you're in the community, usually you can see things from a clearer perspective and understand a lot more about this. You're not ignorant to it because you live it. Anyway, so I just, I don't know. I feel like it's really high time for motherfuckers to just mind their goddamn business and let people live their life and just stop acting like it's not, like it's abnormal to be anything but straight. I think that's like the main issue is that people act like like being heterosexual is normal and everything mm-hmm. else is abnormal. Yeah, they do. And so that's where I think that we have the biggest problem until motherfuckers stop treating, like how can we have had gay people, bisexual people, straight people, pansexual people, asexual people, transgender people for millennia? Like for like for so like long, girl. for all of this time and yet we're still acting like it's just this weird occurrence mm-hmm. that is like it, it's some kind of a spark goes off in your brain and you come through the birth canal and it makes you not a normal or regular person mm-hmm. it's, it's there's something different and wrong and just weird about it and hopefully you can pray to get rid of it or you can you know just ignore it and it'll go away or it's just a phase and it's just like until we stop acting like that and just acknowledging that the fact that this is just something that happens and it is a part of a person and there ain't shit wrong with it we're gonna have continue to have shit like what happened in Orlando we're gonna have a whole bunch of ignorance and I think that it leads back into a lot of it kind of leads into misogyny and this fear of femininity and this fear of women and like this just hatred towards like the female species um because you know while 
the the plight I think of women who are sexually attracted to women is very different than that of men and I think that it's just annoying in general to see other men having to battle this bullshit that society puts them in where it makes them feel like they have to say one thing like you don't need to come to me who is very clearly gay and couldn't give a fuck if I tried about it. Right. You don't have to come to me and tell me that you're one thing or or try and get me to have some kind of a conversation about anything else. I feel like you will block blessings. You will stop yourself from having like really great conversations or learning something new or meeting a really good person or dating a good person or sleeping with a good person or like making a really great friend because you are still stuck up on this like... This idea that you have to be this one way because of your environment or your upbringing or your occupation or whatever kinds of ways that make you live in this bubble that, you know what I'm saying, that doesn't even matter because it's not a big deal. Right. I guess all I'm trying to say is that sexuality is a feeling. It's not like a... It's not like a status. It's not like some kind of a stamp or brand into your soul that is just who you are. And it's just like, oh, God wanted to shake some shit up today. And so he made a gay. Like, that's not what it is. It's feeling just like any fucking other feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's just not that deep. It's fluid. It can do a million different things. If you're a happy person... And that's the way that you feel. Maybe you're just a happy bitch all the time. There's just nothing that could ever knock, ever knock you off your stride. Shit. You're just happy. You're a happy individual. Maybe you equally happy and angry. Maybe sometimes you're more happy than you are are angry. Maybe sometimes you're more angry than you are happy. Maybe you're only happy when you are on vacation or at work. Maybe this one person is the only person that makes you happy. That one person is the only person that makes you angry. Like, sexuality, I think, is very similar. I don't want to trivialize it. I don't want to make it seem like it's something that doesn't matter because it's a big part of a lot of who we are. But I don't think that... It's not something that governs the way that I live my life or the choices that I make. It's not something that I wake up thinking like, oh, how am I going to gay today? Ooh, this gay. <laughs> I just, it's how just am I going to leave man. the house? You know, it just does it. All, it just means I am attracted to the same sex. And that's it. And there are plenty of people who identify as gay that, you know, might look at a pair of titties and be like, hmm. Not bad. Not bad. You know what I'm saying? Maybe tomorrow you just don't feel, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas are doing it for you today. And maybe you want to go on a date with a girl and see how that feels. Maybe you try it now and you're like, no, I hate it. Like, but you know, when I, just, I do that, y'all laugh at me because nobody believes me. That is because I don't believe you. <laughs> so fucked up. I don't. Why can't my sexuality be fluid too? Only because, girl, I don't believe... I believe that you can be sexually attracted to guys. I believe that you are sexually attracted to guys. I just don't believe that you are going to, like, be with a nigga. <laughs> I don't envision that, envision that for you. I think that you will date... Cons- I, I feel like you will come to me and be like, this is my boyfriend, and we have officially started dating. And two weeks later, you will be like, he was just a man, and I couldn't do it. And he was just... And not even just because he has a penis, because it's just... He's a nigga, and you're just like, that is not for me. <laughs> like, I just... We'll see. Aesthetically, sure. But I think that you just need the, yeah. you still need the soul and spirituality of a woman. Probably so. Because I feel like men are eventually going to say something that I can't take. Without a doubt. <laughs> I can handle it because I know niggas because I am one. You're going to be like, oh, get out of my house. 
And please do not ever come back. <laughs> oh, God. So, but anyway, all I'm saying is that there are people who I think, especially like guys who you just have a lot going on in your head or just questions and you you get uncomfortable by the conversation or just like the sight of niggas enjoying the company of another man mm. and like it upsets y'all you know what I'm saying it's just it's very weird it's impossible for me to believe that a woman can be like I have a girl crush and still maintain her heterosexuality maintain the fact that she is simply attracted to men but say that bitch is, is sexy she's got a nice ass she's got a great rack She's got beautiful eyes. She's beautiful. But I like men. I don't believe that a woman can do that, but a man can a man can say, um, God bless you when you see <laughs> Gazontite nigga. Like a nigga can't what do are that. So scared of? It's just you know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's just this fear. Anyway, yeah. sexuality is a feeling. It is something that is very simple, regular, average part of of human life and progression and evolution. And I don't think that there is any reason that we still need to be treating it like it is just this big, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can understand if we were mutants, like if we were the fucking X-Men, you know, then I can understand all of this lying and fear and, and <laughs> hate crimes and all kinds of shit. Because if, bitch, if I can pick the White House up out of the ground with my mind... <laughs> And, you know, shatter it with by blinking. <laughs> then I can understand you being very uncomfortable with me being me. But just the fact that I like dick, bitch, I just don't think that that is enough for us to still be acting like it is something that needs to have all of this conversation and all of this, you know, arguing and fighting. And I don't like it. It's just uh, not my son. And just bitch. Bitch, calm down. Grow up. Let's move forward. Like you got a whole computer in your in your hands in your back pocket. Like let's move on with the time and stop acting like we're still motherfucking living in testaments. <laughs> Where? Testaments. Oh, in the testaments. Amen. Yes. yes. I mean, I please. The dusty days. Early service girls don't bother jumping into my mentions <laughs> because I have had this conversation with y'all a million times. Those of you who start church with Bible study, you are <laughs> you go extra early <laughs> because I studied the scripture before I left the house. That's right. So I was just making sure. You know what I'm saying? I will all what I know where I stand I with God. I know where I stand with within my faith and my Christian Christianity and you know, my relationship with God. And I feel like if more of us have that and like yeah. really cultivate that and getting to know him outside of just showing up for two hours and putting $5 in a basket Man. and being like, oh, yes, he said something and it sounded really great and the church sang down. And so I have done my due diligence as a Christian and nothing else really matters. Once you get outside of that box and you actually speak to God and he's like, oh, hey, girl, so this is what actually makes sense. And this is what you need to worry about. Then I think everything else will start to come full circle. But unfortunately, you know. Yeah. Once you start talking about Christianity and you say something besides what somebody pastor said, then girl. Which is amazing because I find that Christians tend, a whole lot of Christians, will go to church on a regular basis on Sunday morning, Wednesday nights too, if necessary, and spend every other night of the week sending their whole fucking face off. Every other. But have 
all the room in the world to send gay people to hell and i'm just like how do you really feel like you have the right i'm so confused like you're not you actually know better than anybody else like you out here fucking everything walking you're not honoring your temple your mother or father you're not you're you're breaking every other commandment but you go to church and you're not gay so you feel like you are right like god doesn't stop watching you (laughs) when you walk out of the church like right and that's even if that's if you believe that gay people are going to hell or gay people are wrong because they're sinning okay well none of you are without sin and i thought that this was covered in the bible but evidently you only paid attention to the parts that excite you I'm not doing this shit again. <laughs> I just feel like I have to continue having this conversation. Yeah. But I just felt the need to, to remind people that sexuality is not something that's as simple as you gay, so you just like niggas, and that's the end. <laughs> like, are you just like girls, and that's the end? Are you bisexual, so you just like them both, 50-50, straight down the middle, you just like niggas and, and that's girls. Not right. That's not even how and bisexuality works. It, it's... <sighs> That is not how it works. It isn't. And it's unfair, especially when it's unfair to that we have to continue to have this, these types of conversations and have to continue to tell y'all niggas that ain't shit wrong with it and it's normal because then you probably have more people who would come forward and tell you right. how wrong you are and <laughs> hey I am bisexual and this is how it uh, pertains to my life this is what my shit means to me yeah. but everybody gotta be hiding and lying and doing all this shit like I'm so tired I'm so tired Amen. I'm so so tired and coming right off of pride too but, but you don't have to lie to me. Oh, God. Me. Did you see somebody? I think it started on Facebook. They're trying to have heterosexual pride day. Go for it. <laughs> have at it. Do you feel persecuted for being straight? Talk about this is what we have to do to make sure the human race continues. The human race is in no danger of extinction due to lack of fucking by straight people. Like That is not a concern y'all should have there are more babies than what we know what to do with you need to y'all be are worried fine. y'all need to be worried more about losing lives than creating them come on i think come that on. that is a much more come on. pertinent issue Ooh. if we're talking about life on earth we need to be talking about all of these people are losing their lives for some senseless shit before we talk about Oh, we're not going to have enough people to create babies. <laughs> like that's that that is not anything we have to worry about. There is no straight short shortage. Like there are plenty of straight people. They're everywhere. Yes. And they have babies every day. <laughs> God definitely needed you straight niggas in order to create more life, to procreate and keep the human race going. But that doesn't mean that you just had to be the only ass ones to exist on Earth. Right. That God just didn't want or care about no kind of variety. Like, I mean, I mean, Not to I mention, mean, gay people's genitals still work. We still have, you know, semen and sperm. We still have right. eggs. Right, if we were at like some kind of apocalyptic stage where it was like, we just have no more straight people. Gay people, what are you going to do? We're just going to be like, nope. I right. Refuse. <laughs> I mean, and as if there's not enough people whose sexuality is fluid enough to just fuck whoever. Like, you're just being dumb. You're just standing up in your dumbness. And why? <laughs> and for what? Like, I want, like, a real-ass reason. Even if I'm going to hell, what so does that stupid. have to do with you? I just wish. Man. 
I would just want us to get to a, a point where we start to treat sexuality like it is just a thing that happens and you are just a person who is attracted to whoever it is that you are attracted to as long as it is sane and legal. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't. No animals or children, I don't really care. I do not give a fuck. And so I don't understand how gay people, bisexual people, people within the community can treat it as something that is as simple as it is and everybody else treat it like... Where like Dawn of the Dead. Right. <laughs> it's just, I can't. Mess. Anyway. Well, speaking of people who are strong and wrong, have you heard of this bitch, Tommy Lauren? Tommy Lauren? The name sounds familiar. She's that white girl who was yelling about Beyonce and Jay-Z a while back and Beyonce yes. and putting the clip on that uh, Drug Dealers Anonymous song, which was hilarious. Yeah. So this bitch is back at it. <clears throat> and this time she's mad about the BT Awards. And so she started her segment on... I think the channel is called The Blaze. And I can't tell if this if this TV channel only exists on Facebook or if it's on like <laughs> satellite TV or something. I don't know. I ain't never heard of it. But she starts off the clip with talking about the BET Awards were last night. And I can't tell if it was about black entertainment or just bashing white people in law enforcement because all these niggas. <laughs> come on. I mean, obviously, she didn't say I'm niggas, so but boring. she's like, I don't understand how Jesse Williams is some wealthy entertainer and he wants to get up on TV and and give this ridiculous speech and evidently BT's definition of humanitarian is someone who perpetuates a war on cops. Like that's how dramatic she is. Like <laughs> she's so white. She's war on cops. So she plays a clip of Jesse talking about how police somehow managed to not kill white people almost every single time that they need to not kill white people but we end up dead for everything like it's a reason that black people consistently end up in the news for being killed by cops and white people doesn't it because it doesn't happen to y'all the way it happens to us and you know he talked about Tamir and how it would have been Tamir's birthday and all this stuff and so she came back and was like well just because, you know, it was an unarmed black person, that doesn't tell the whole story. And they might be unarmed, but that doesn't mean they didn't try to get a weapon from the police officer. And you don't really know what happened, what decisions the police officer had to make. Like, sweetie, so you're not, again, like we just said earlier about Justin Timberlake, you're not <laughs> listening. listening. And you missed the entire fucking point, which is not that black people are always blameless. It's not that black people are always unarmed. It is the fact that the police managed to almost always find a way to not kill white criminals yet we consistently end up dead no matter how small our infractions may have been the tiniest shit a broken taillight somebody is dead changing lanes without signaling somebody is dead like this doesn't happen to y'all white people we showing up with 15 uzis and shit talking about i'm taking out all you crackers and somehow y'all managed to peacefully lead this nigga into custody how 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 why that is the point that you missed not that black people are so innocent but that bitch this doesn't happen to y'all the way it happens to us she comes back and says do you know how many of our ancestors fought in the civil war to free your ancestors A white woman brought up the Civil War as an example of white people fighting for black rights and the end of black oppression and so on and so forth. And as soon as she said this, I said, sweetie, is this what you let's talk about that then? Let's talk about the Civil War. Please. 
White, there are some, you're right. There are some white people who did fight on the correct side of the war. However, I am not going to praise them for that. The fact that you were white and managed to not be wrong about this one subject, you don't get a cookie for that. You don't get a parade. You don't get confetti for saying, oh, well, I guess black people shouldn't be chained up and forced to work outside all day and in unspeakably horrific conditions and all this. So you don't get a pass for being like, hey, I was against slavery. Like, bitch, you should have been against slavery. And furthermore, who do you think caused the problem of slavery that led to these issues and culminating in the Civil War anyway? Way more white people. Way more white people. Ding, ding, ding. That's the correct motherfucking answer. This is a problem white people created. So... No, I'm certainly not going to be like, oh, yeah, well, go y'all for fighting against the Civil War. Like, bitch, that doesn't. What the fuck does that have to do with now? White people were 100 percent of the problem. And furthermore, black people's oppression did not end when slavery did. Jesse Williams got up there and had like um, he played or she played this clip of him saying, you know, if you have a critique for black resistance and the Black Lives Matter movement, make sure you have an established record of critique of our oppression. And you talking about the do you know how many of our ancestors fought in the Civil War? Bitch. (laughs) I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry. Our oppression didn't end in. when the Civil War ended. Jesse said, you need to have an established record. And you talking about ancestors like, okay, but sweetheart, what have you done since 1865? You have not given me one example of anything you or any of your fucking people have done to alleviate <laughs> the problems of black oppression. Like, not How even the most basic you. shit. Like, you don't, you can't even be like, oh, well, my great-grandmother was, you know, donating shit to the Tuskegee Airmen, and we did this, and we helped, you know, we walked little black kids to school and made sure they were safe. Like, you have nothing. You have, oh, well, some of us nothing. fought in the Civil War. Okay. What about in the 200-plus years since then, sis? Do you have nothing? Do you have... Is it just a totally empty resume? We're talking about you need to have an established record, and you have literally one line item from the 1800s. As if we're all supposed to be like, oh... Some white people fought in the Civil War for us. Let's all go home, girl. Oh, you're right, girl. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. Actually, now that you mention it. <laughs> what are we all so worked up about what anyway? So then she says, you know, let's hear this rich, privileged actor talk about how bad he has it and goes back to the clip with Jesse. And he's talking about how whiteness has, you know, has managed to extract all of the blackness from black people. And the entire goal here is to actually let me just quote him. We're done watching and waiting while this invention called whiteness uses and abuses us, burying black people out of sight and out of mind while extracting our culture, dollars and entertainment like oil, black gold, ghettoizing and demonizing our creations, then stealing them, gentrifying our genius, then trying us on like costumes before discarding our bodies like rinds of strange fruit. The thing is, though, that just because we're magic doesn't mean we're not real. That was a Kendrick Lamar ass. When I tell you that shit had me laid like like tear like a glory tear nigga like I was like okay you better do that shit. I lived when he said sit down. So right and told them to sit down. So she 
hears the same clip that we have heard. And the first thing she says is, well, guess what, Jesse Williams? I'm not apologizing for my whiteness, just like you shouldn't have to apologize for your blackness. And really, you and Beyonce and the Black Lives Matter movement are the real problem in America because all you're looking for is a special treatment and a gold star. And you want us to treat you like you're so differently. And it's not like black people don't have the same rights as everybody else. And I'm like, this man just sat here and gave you... clear examples of what he's talking about once again just like justin timberlake he just sat here and gave you a list of problems that whiteness causes and you respond with well 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 i'm white so oh well what you gonna do i mean i'm white and i'm not gonna apologize and i'm doing my parents i mean i'm white i'm just a white girl you remind me i'm white okay you do you understand that not all white people operate under the same racist ass whiteness as you do he is challenging y'all to change your fucked up ass ways and instead you are digging in your heels and refusing to even listen like he sat there and laid it out for you and you decide to instead remain to be exactly what the problem is and even worse she has this giant ass platform she has all these twitter followers and facebook fans and all this shit And if you watch the video, I'm sitting here like, so this is wrong. Like, and I can sit here line item and correct every single thing you have to say. The problem is that you're totally unoriginal. I've heard the same tired ass racist shit from white girls all my life. You are the 2016 Elizabeth Hasselbeck and nothing more. You are the living embodiment of white privilege. And the real reason that you don't want anything is to change is because you know your average ass would be leveled down to the dirt. There would be no way that you could get up and have the platform that you have while spouting the same tired ass rhetoric that I have heard all my life. Like, honestly, Charlamagne was talking about somebody said, oh, I'd pay to see a debate between this bitch and Crystal moderated by Charlamagne. And I'm looking at her videos like this bitch don't even deserve to debate me. Like, you need to go find one of them hoes who run every time CNN calling or some shit because I'm not the one. Like, you're actually not even good enough to be on my level. You are using the same sweetie. I was debating this shit, the same tired ass topics you bringing up in eighth fucking grade and beating bitches back then. So if you're going to come to me, at least have downloaded, you know, racism 2.0, at least update your racism, have some new talking points, like have a better way to frame your bullshit. Don't be coming at us with this same tired ass shit and expecting people to be like, oh, well, this is so brand new. And I mean, I mean, I never considered that white people may have found the civil war. I mean, clearly they're all just, they're just all trying to be like us. Like everybody's just all together on the same page, you guys. Let's all just hold hands. Like, this is not, you're, you're every average ass bitch. There's nothing at all inspiring about you. And the fact that you feel like you could tear Jesse Williams apart, who had like seriously one of the most brilliant speeches I've ever heard, award show or not. The fact that you feel qualified to tear him down and be like, he's the real problem with America. No, sweetheart, you are. And furthermore, I just told you why. So if you think you have better reasons, I would love to hear them. But I know you don't. Kiss my ass. I just think that's hilarious because as you're saying, it's like it's completely unoriginal. It's the same thing. I don't understand how. It was boring. Like It's so funny to me that black people keep saying the very same thing and continuing to die continuing to be oppressed like the stuff happens and it's been happening over and over again and y'all say the same thing so it's not even just like you saying it because you believe it because i honestly think that white people like hear something 
when they yeah. racist, they hear something and they don't like it or they don't agree, and so they instantly just it's like it. Well, I'm not gonna apologize for being white, right? They just start, it's like if somebody was to be like, uh, Beyonce is horrible, and here's why, and they start talking right after horrible, it just starts blurring, and I don't hear. <laughs> It just got muffled, and then I'm just you don't want to hear like right. I don't want to hear it and because I don't thing. give a fuck about exactly. what you're talking about. Exactly, it's the exact same thing. Exactly, and so until like like you just like you said, there's this fear of a hierarchy change. Because white people know mm-hmm. that we're great at many things. They know that we have had to bust our ass and go to the fucking soil and the mm-hmm. root of the earth to get the things that we have. Without because having nobody, their head start. Without having a head start. Woo! And we'll still kick your ass at plenty things. <laughs> so it's like, no, if we got to kill you and, and say it's about this, if we have to make sure that you don't work right. and say it's about this, and that's what we're going to do because clearly we can't come out and say how we really feel about right. your motherfucking ass. Right. But we're going to be, we'll be damned if you're going to come for our money and our our our, our <laughs> political seats Man. and all of these things so it's like it's just annoying that we keep saying these things because they matter and everybody knows it's true everybody it's like the gun thing like when you were talking about gun control and it's like you see what's going on right. and you know what the problem and the solution is and yet you for your own stupid ridiculous <laughs> fuck face ass selfish reasons would rather be ignorant and selfish instead of doing the right thing here and you're going to make up every dumbass excuse that makes no sense right instead of just being like you know what i'm a horrible person and i would prefer to remain that way (laughs) (laughs) right talking about oh jesse williams is leading the war on police what jesse williams said is that we know that police managed to de-escalate disarm and not kill white people so what's going to happen is we're going to have equal rights and justice in our own country or we will restructure their functioning hours if you feel like that's an attack on police then you that means that you feel like the police have the right and it is their job in fact to be the judge jury and executioner when they come across a black person that they can't manage or handle or that they just feel offended by or they feel disrespected by it could be really any reason but you feel like they should be allowed to have that carte blanche to just kill the fuck out of us and that's not the case if you feel like that's the war on police then bitch you damn right we on we have a war on police you damn fucking right we have a war on the way they operate we have a war on the way y'all treat us it's not even like anybody saying oh hey if a black person walks up on a cop and punches him in the nose that a cop should just be like i'm so sorry what we've done to your people (laughs) it's not not even like we're saying hey don't do your job it's saying hey we should be afforded the exact same rights and respect as everybody else you ain't gonna just run up and start gunning down no white people so don't do it to us i don't see what's how difficult about that i mean and and but to drive the point home like these are paid public servants like jesse said these are not ordinary private citizens these are the people whose job it is to protect us they are doing the literal opposite and instead of looking at it like that you choose to just be strong and wrong and steadfast in your white ass ignorance and i just don't i'm looking at her like i'm thinking you know people are talking about me debating this girl because she actually had something smart and new to say i'm like this is every old tired ass white bitch what is this it ain't nothing new about that hoe so fuck her well, that wraps that up. It does. Check out thisistheread.com, which is our website. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at This Is The Read. Let's see. What do we have for news this week? Um, 
we're coming to London in about a month. Tickets available at thereadlive.com. Oh, yeah, like a month from today. Oh, man, shout out to London and all the Brexit shit going on. Are you up on that? Yes. So, apparently, the pound has dropped, like, way low. Yes. So, bitch, are we going shopping? I am. <laughs> 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 and I was already planning to do it because I was all kinds of like yeah. I was knee I was throat deep in bullshit <laughs> last time I was overseas and I really wanted to shop while I was out there especially when we went to Paris but this time yeah yeah I'm going because I heard that pound is at like 75 cents yes dollar, it's so. like something down there so I'm like, apparently they pulled a trump this is like the equivalent of voting for Trump for them, and that's what they did. I heard. And so, I mean, God bless. I heard Scotland and Ireland are like, well, we can go on ahead and disconnect from this United Kingdom thing. Like, get us out. Get us out, because oh, we're yeah. trying to stay in the EU. We don't right. want them problems. I just don't have time. And people have had the most strange reactions, like, oh, I voted leave, but I didn't think my vote counted. <laughs> But that's what that voting is. That is the whole, is. right. You know what doesn't count? Talking at the TV or writing a Facebook status about it. Voting is the actual action that matters. And you voted for it. It happened. And now you're sad about it. That's going to be America in November if Donald Trump wins. People who vote for Donald Trump because they think it's funny. They think it's cute. They're like, oh, I voted for Trump. Huh? I'm not like he won, but I voted. The actual voting process is so fucking hellish that I don't even understand why <laughs> you would go there to play. Right. Like, I just, it's not shits and giggles. It's not like fun to go to the polls. It's like the most tedious, just <laughs> Them raggedy. old people always have an attitude, <laughs> which is New York, so I get it. And when I voted back home, I, I've never liked the process of going to go vote. I do it because it's important and I have to do it. And I don't want to sit back and not vote and then complain when, you know, like when I'm in some shit. So I don't know why you would do that, but God bless us. Shout out to single one. Y'all out here, man. Y'all are out here. Shout out to everybody who came to 305 Live on Sunday. Such a great turnout. Such a great time. You guys um, are such an amazing crowd and you come out and you actually do what it is that I wanted for this party to be about, which is have fun, let loose, have a good mm-hmm. time. Don't worry about judging. Don't worry about being judged. It was just, you know, it was a great function. Shout out to DJ Queen of Spades. And for my family, DJ Dimples for coming and DJing and all of my friends for coming to the party. And yes. Being a mess. That was my first DJ Dimples party. And I have to go to another one. Like, I understand it. I get it. Because she's, she's, yes, she's very talented. And I feel like something had happened with, like, the hard drive or something that weekend or whatever. So, we didn't even get, like, the super updated, like, you didn't even get her in her, like, She played what the crowd wanted. Like, she she had her fingers on the pulse of the audience. Like, every single selection was just, and no shortage of lemonade, which I don't understand how anybody is having a day party or a night party (laughs) and not playing lemonade. Because have you seen the way the girls go up for Sorry and Six Inch? Like, it is just... A Mario party. (laughs) You just can't have You can't have anything without lemonade, girl. So, or work... Or controller, like it's just certain songs that you just you know you're gonna hear them at every party this summer. Use your better judgment. So yeah, shout out to DJ Dimples because she did that. Um, anything else? Do we have an acronym this week, or do you have some more? You know, I feel like I'm gonna start. It's the summer. I'm gonna do some new festive things starting next week. Okay. Shake the game up. Switch the game up and sex my frame up. 
uh, all right. Well, we <laughs> we are going to let that be whatever the hell that is, and we will see y'all next week. Suck many dicks. <laughs> Sham fucking wow. <laughs>